Hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to a new episode of Nymphed Alumni. This is Alexi speaking. I'm here with Sam and Biz. And right now we're coming to you from, um, we are all in wheelchairs. Uh, we <laughs> just got our bodies done in the Dominican Republic. We all got BBLs and we are pushing each other, taking turns because we like need to stand up to drain our bodily fluids. Yeah, we're doing lymphatic massages on each other. Yeah, and so that in the airport terminal, and we're yeah. oozing a lot, and we're sitting on these <laughs> pillows, so our thighs are lifted. Yeah. Um, this is all because we just got BBLs, which if you guys don't know what a BBL is, <laughs> I will tell you. <laughs> Is that how we're supposed to start it? We and scene guys, it was all a joke, and that is our introduction to this episode. That's about the BBL effect. BBL stands for Brazilian butt lift. It's a cosmetic procedure where um, your fat gets transferred from undesirable areas like your stomach and thighs into your ass directly. And you can get a nice like hourglass figure from that. And um, this is kind of taking the world by storm, but it's also deadly. But we have some uncovering <laughs> to do of the BBL effect, how it changes your behavior and leaks into your mind and makes you act strangely. Or differently and then also we're going to talk about the thoughtware apocalypse so if you're wondering why clothes online or even in person these days seem like scraps of fabric that are tied together loosely with distressed string or everything has like a million cutouts uh we're gonna talk about that and why instagram baddie fashion is the way it is yeah we're going to start the episode by giving you some more information on BBLs, why they're so popular right now, and um, why they're also controversial. Yeah, they're really deadly. So, like, um, it's like they have a rate of, like, one every 3,000 BBLs will result in a death. Um, and that's about the same rate as, like, the, the same odds of choking on, to death on your food, according to Dr. Oz and the American Association of Plastic Surgeons, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and... And that's just death. Like, a bunch of people have, like, other weird complications. Yeah, your butt starts to, like, rot and stuff. It's, like, gross. They did, yeah. like, a Vice documentary on it, like, 10 oh, really? years ago or something. Do y'all remember that? So ahead of their time. I had to have been I kind of like, do. Yeah. Yeah, it was, like... But it was in Brazil, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I might have made up made that up, but I'm like 99% sure. I feel like there are a lot of Vice documentaries about Brazil. Like I feel like someone is just <laughs> wanting to be around girls with huge asses. They were like, let's <laughs> investigate. Let's go to Brazil. Don't yeah. ask why. <laughs> um, it's also the fastest growing cosmetic procedure globally, I think. Yeah. And it's taken even more of a, um increase in popularity over the past year, would you guys say? Yeah, definitely. Sure. Or, like the past few months, because as Sam pointed out, um, the world is kind of reopening. A lot of people have like pandemic savings from scamming unemployment or something. And they are now free to travel to countries like the Dominican Republic and Mexico that don't really have like restrictions on COVID, but also restrictions on like doing surgery. 
and routine. yeah surgery is a lot a lot cheaper in those countries mm-hmm. and it's also they have um like a lower threshold of like approval because you need like enough fat on your body to get a bbl and some people just have like dysmorphia from like staring at their screen for too long and they don't have enough fat for a bbl to make it safe or something i don't know or like yeah. enough muscle on their butt like yeah i feel like if you don't have enough fat like pre-existing the chances of um injecting into the muscle which is deadly are much higher so it's kind of something that you do feel like already fat but not in a way that you want i kind of actually think it's very poetic in a way that it's kind of like the law of conservation of matter like you don't you're not putting in some kind of like foreign implant you're actually just like moving things around it's like very liquefying like on wait Photoshop. i have an idea yeah. i feel like there's gonna be like a sub market that's like girls that have a lot of fat donating slash selling their fat to girls that are getting BBLs. But that's complicated. Wait, maybe it's not that complicated. But I read in my uh, BBL research before I got a BBL <laughs> with you guys um, that like BBLs have to ha- be... Uh, I wrote it down one second. <laughs> um, okay, so basically they... Like, the fat that they inject needs to have nutrition, so it has to be injected into tissue that has a blood supply. Um, and so it's kind of, like, that's a harder thing to pull off It's if it's injected into the fat because it gets, like, absorbed back into the fat. So you're mm. – for the most BBL effects, you are supposed to inject it into the muscle. But then that's where things get really complicated because that is makes it much more likely that you'll get – a fat embolism which is why people die which is where a chunk of fat enters your bloodstream and literally will go to your lungs or brain and you will become a fat ass from the inside out and literally die (laughs) imagine dying from a fat embolism it seems terrible like you just feel like a chunk of fat like traveling through your body until it stops your heart it's terrible yeah it sounds gross it all just is extremely gruesome like like uh we've we talked about this before and alexi kind of made this comparison to like this the whole energy of this being especially like bbl girls like with the thought wear that's like all stringy it looks like like a very sexy piece of ham wrapped around with a string yeah. it's like all of this is very like butcher mm-hmm. like it's like um there's a lot of meat and butchery happening yeah here. and I, I kind of love i mean i feel like women naturally have are in touch with their bodily fluids just like based on the experiences we have but i feel like getting a bbl like you are getting a taste of your bodily fluids from the inside out like leaking everywhere Mm -hmm. day and night um and i think that's kind of beautiful in a way you're wearing these like stained garments these blood bags of your fat leaking honestly i don't even know like what all those fluids are but i think that experience would really bring you closer to your new body in a way you are it was very yeah, painful ca- and like uncomfortable. It's like you're giving. It's like you're giving birth to yourself. It's your new self. It's like your yeah, own, yeah. It's like your own amniotic fluid, basically. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, that is so true. And another point is that Alexa, you've you, no. It's just something you've talked about a lot. Is like, um, kind of relating to you birthing yourself when you get a BBL. Is that there's this whole industry of like caretakers for women with. BBLs usually they're like their friends but it's kind of interesting because it's like that woman you're like it's the kind of like the mother figure 
Yeah. Um, oh yeah, you found that you. BBL hype house or something. Yeah, the dollhouse. There are a lot of services popping up now that um I mean if you do like medical tourism to places like Mexico, normally they'll like cover your recovery for you, like have people that come with you and stuff, um, and drive you around because like you literally are a baby. Like you're literally reborn so vulnerable and useless after you get a BBL. You can't move, can't shit by yourself, like need to be undressed. Um, but there's like this whole cottage industry of BBL recovery support infrastructure where, you know, you can get picked up in this padded van where you can like lay down and they like carry you everywhere, put you in like a little bed, change your dressings and you're like in this institution for two weeks or however long it takes you to recover, which I think is very sweet. And they have this branding that's like dollhouses or like BBL angels. And I think it's very, um, it's a very sweet bonding experience between women, but I also would love to see something like a BBL body horror film because there's so much about it that's just like your body's literally getting chopped and screwed. Like it's insane. Yeah, it could be very like Cronenberg-y. Yeah, weird. Like Cronenberg literally got a BBL. He was next to me on the plane. <laughs> um. Uh, <laughs> um that was funny. Thanks. Yeah, it like threw me off. I was like imagining it. I was imagining David Cronenberg with a BBL. I mean, that's like all, this is all just very like gruesome. And um, like I, I admire women who get BBLs because it's like really beautiful to know the risks and like how much, this is like a really painful procedure. Like it's not just like a, like a breast reduction or a breast implant like this is like an extremely painful like full body thing like that's horrible and they're like suffering to be beautiful i was i was watching a video of a girl who regrets her bbl um and i learned a lot because the main reason she regretted it is because like walking around with a body like that that's like actually the instagram body ideal that's like hourglass huge butt she was like i didn't do it for like a career reason which I can understand if you're like a model in LA or like mm-hmm. a sex worker why you would want to get a mm-hmm. BBL and why you think it would like be a career move and why you would get like attention that's desirable but she was like I actually just had like really bad body dysmorphia I'm not like a model like I just wanted this body because I like saw it so much and then she was like moving around in daily life like aside from the physical discomfort it's like people everywhere like we're stopping her to take pictures of her ass and like she just like didn't feel comfortable like dropping her kids off at school and stuff like and it probably actually yeah having a body like that like probably hinders like your work life in a lot of mm-hmm. ways like being too sexy it's just like a crime it's probably really hard to find clothes that fit your body which is why the like yeah like the stringy stretchy thing it's like it's very adjustable to because mm-hmm. I have some like stringy like thoughty tops and it's like very much like I can change the fit very easily mm-hmm. in order to fit like whatever and it kind of never looks like the garment is too small because it kind of looks like it's mm-hmm. too small or supposed to be revealing by design so for mm-hmm. example if you have like a really big ass or you have really big boobs so you have like a ton of cleavage popping out from behind one of the string fasteners it kind of just like looks like it's supposed to be that way versus like you're wearing a regular shirt and your boobs or your ass is like spilling out of a shirt or yeah whatever else you're wearing yeah and it's kind of the like underwear's outerwear trend as well because mm-hmm. 
this garment called the faha that you have to wear after you get your BBL that we've already discussed. It looks like something that someone would wear to go clubbing. This kind of reminds me, there was a tweet a while ago that was like, whatever happened to sundresses? Like all these bitches are dressed like they're doing WWE, which is so true. Like the standard for like going out is like skin tight. And I feel like it yeah. kind of exacerbates the problem of like body dysmorphia and like dissatisfaction because like if you see people with sti- like skin tight clothes, like literally looking like their avatars with like a spray painted bodysuit on that like with the laws of gravity make no sense mm-hmm. it's just like wow you would probably feel like shit about yourself yeah well that kind of reminds me of like how you mentioned like the like the skin tight thing being a form of like body contouring and like mm-hmm. i have seen a lot of like stuff on youtube of like dressing for your body type in order to like make it you know whatever you're wearing like more flattering i guess it's called kiba body typing Sorry, I just think I just thinking about the Reddit. Like I, I love going on there. The Kibbe. I have never been on there. Oh, I really no. like. I had. I don't know my type. I, I don't know. Wait, I have a point on there though too. So I'll just interject. Oh, oh yeah, you, please, yeah. Um, kind of about like why do no why does no one wear sundresses anymore with this new style of uh, body clothes? It feels like every single part of your body, like. Are like different parts of your body that previously kind of maybe you could like get away with uh hiding behind fabric such as like your entire back uh is like that's like not possible anymore with these types of styles because mm-hmm. for example like backless stuff is super popular now mm-hmm. um so it kind of feels like you almost have to prove that every single part of your body is aesthetically pleasing and looks good visible it's literally like becoming a 360 degree like avatar mannequin of version of yourself that's like mm-hmm. literally a dress up doll or something which we've something i'd like to talk about is like how so many i guess like baddie or like thought wear aesthetics seem to be derived or it seems like a symbiotic relationship with like imvu and um there are some people that are really thoughty on sims and have proportions that are like not of this world but i do think that like online um with digital images like you don't really consider the logistics of how clothing fits and you know when you see like literally the fashion nova models are an example of this they have like doll pussy like nothing there and like Mm -hmm. insane waist-up ratios and everyone is like thinks that they're the problem whenever they get these like items and it like doesn't look like that um yeah, I think fashion obviously, yeah, fashion becomes a lot more interesting when you don't have to worry about like actual tailoring or like, you know, those things aren't mm-hmm. actually sewn, they're just like drawn on. And I think now clothes are yeah. kind of having that effect more and more. Like a lot of the body suits that are like a full, like like a full body morph suit that just has some kind of like graphic that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's literally like, it's literally like mm-hmm. how in um, video games like Fortnite, when you buy clothes, it's called like skins. Like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. the same vibe. But also, I was thinking about what you just said, Sam. Um, all of the st- the straps and strings remind me. It's like such small ribcage porn. Because like, if mm-hmm. you have excess fat on like I don't know your stomach or wherever else. If you're wearing those strings that like are crisscrossed around your waist or wherever else, like it's going to get engulfed into the fat. And then like it is. Yeah. It's not gonna have the same effect where like when you have 
the I the quote unquote ideal body for these really strappy stringy garments, you kind of I don't know your waist looks like a ballerina's ankle being <laughs> like tied up with the ribbons. Yeah, it's crazy. But even like I, I feel like I'm personally not fat really, but I have one of those Inamorata style <laughs> bikinis that's like has the tie string in the front and like ties in the back and like an X. And, like, it's literally just not practical for movement. Like, if I sit mm-hmm. down, like, it just gets engulfed by fat. Maybe I am fat, you know? Actually. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I thought about that, which was that I literally was like, okay, so Imrata's bikini line, which is what Alexi's talking about, the signature thing for it is having these, like, twine that wraps around your torso as an extension of the bikini strings. And I was like, wait, does this exist? Because I literally, like, I feel like she measures her waist a lot with a tape measure and she was like wait feels right looks good and then she just like built a tape measure into her bikinis kind of and it's also just like a way to snatch your waist while you're wearing a bikini because like i think that's the solution to the problem of like how to snatch my waist with the least amount of clothing on as possible which mm-hmm. it does but it it looks weird in real life and like the times that i wore it to like swim you know or like wore it around people i'm like it sits right below my where my rib cage ends and like i feel like i feel it going under my rib cage like i don't know it's It's like embedding into your skin yeah and cutting off my circulation maybe i should like die looser i don't know but i want to snatch my waist so bad but it's like literally the more you snatch your waist the more the fat rolls around it seems (laughs) bigger like it's just not okay that's why you need a full body um, I feel like that's even the the point of like the the ruched like dre- like little sundresses that I see these days. It's like it's all like body contouring. Like they always have like a ruche at the waist, and then it gives you it. There's like the puff on like your breasts or like your like hips or waist and stuff, and it just kind of gives you this like natural hourglass figure. And what I will yeah. say about thotty wear is that like it is actually like it does hold things up in a way that it you don't think that it should and like I don't know if I should say that but like it, it does actually like um there's some of the sh- if you like know your body well enough you could find some of the like tops or bottoms that are going to actually move your body around and make it seem like you're naturally like a lot more curvaceous than you actually are <laughs> I think uh, with peace and love I think the smartest thought I ever had was that like the best dressed people are just the people that know the optical illusions that, like work best mm. for them which is yeah. basically I mean not all thought wear falls indiscriminately under that like you can't just use the thought wear optical illusions indiscriminately but I do think you're right yeah <laughs> no it, it's good to know you're it not in a like a body negativity way, but it's good to know your weaknesses because you can always work around them. And I mm-hmm. say this from experience, like you can, and you can make yourself, you can create illusions, you know. Um, you can build a bitch, yeah. Yeah, it's true. So don't go into surgery. Honestly, wait, something else that I'd like to suggest as a BBL alternative is K-pop idols do this all the time, just wearing hip pads. It like, looks great. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 You just have to get like, a non-judgmental partner whenever you're like, <laughs> those like weird spongy things pop out of your pants yeah that sounds interesting yeah i really do think we need to return to like a a pre-modern idea that women don't need to look the same outside of their clothes as they do inside of them mm. true which is something i talk about all the time oh yeah the corsetry and stuff this mm, is all very much within. yeah exactly Wait, yeah guys i want to talk about something 
about the Emrata bikinis that has been weighing heavy on my heart for, I don't know, a few years, which is the ruching of her bikini bottoms that is like <laughs> specifically designed. I don't know, Alexi, maybe you can comment as someone who has worn one, but when she wears them, there's like this gap at the front seam or the top seam of the bikini bottom in the front. And I swear it's like specifically designed to make it look like you have so little lower uh, stomach fat. Like you, your body like can't even like keep up a bikini your bottom. Are, yeah, it's like getting sucked into your pussy. <laughs> the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it is, everyone who said that it is like a loincloth, like the way that it's tied on a string and like. Oh, Sam. Yeah. And oh, yeah, yeah. Sucked between your legs. And then. I don't know if a lot of swimsuits these days have like ruched back so it looks like you have a wedgie like just the illusion of clothes Mm -hmm. like being vacuum sealed onto your skin is just so unstoppable um but bikinis I'm like there it really is like these days there are bikinis for taking pictures and there are bikinis for like doing fucking water sports like and they're not the same yeah I was at I was doing water sports this past weekend and I had to actually do something really uh hard which was like swimming a boat like back to shore because the engine died it was so hard i was like drowning i was really like, like, like taking in so much water into my my lungs this uh and while i was doing that yeah like i just was like uh, my boobs were just all over the place because bikinis that look good like you should not be also towing um a boat back to shore yeah, and should be moving minimally. I feel like literally yes. any time I'm wearing a bikini, I'm like pulling it out of my ass. Like it's just not. <laughs> I guess I kind of buy like the cheeky ones. I need to stop doing that. But it's hard to find like a normal one that doesn't look like you have like a huge dumpy ass. Whatever, send bikini racks, everyone. I literally had a phase where I would buy these like bikinis that were so busted off of my Instagram ads that were like free, just but you just pay shipping. Oh, Ross. What about the American doing? Apparel bathing suits? I haven't. Oh, I have a, I have a, t- no, no, it, I have a, I got an extra large, the largest size and it literally is like, it covers just like my nipple. It's like so bad. Like it just. No the, water sports for you. Yeah, no, I, well, I still wear it. I mean, I wear it all the time, but like, mm-hmm. um, but. Wait, should we also talk about the exposed thong thing? Cause I feel like this fits somehow into strappy stringy thought where we haven't even talked about img yet oh i guess we should introduce a couple different recognizable thoughtware brands or i don't know yeah yeah yeah. yeah. that sounds good so we talked about enamorada which is like yeah it's she kind of has some of it is a little bit wearable like she has the sarongs that are printed that come with them so it approaches two-piece set territory which like the two-piece set is the quintessential thoughtware building block for an outfit and imga is of course the huge power player especially since euphoria where the popular mean girl in school is always <laughs> wearing imga but yeah one of my favorite imga garments that i'm like contemplating buying which you can really easily get a dupe of is the pants they're like flared black pants but they have this tie that is like v-shaped in the front that comes out of your belly button and ties around your waist to snatch your waist in a way that kind of has like a whale tail-esque exposed thong vibe to it. Yeah, there's a lot of... Somehow whale tails are being like recuperated into garments and being built into garments. It's a, it's really interesting. Like there's this other brand that's 
pretty expensive called subsurface tv and they also do the thing which kind of like they create like an optical illusion using fabric in the back to create the appearance of like a whale tail but then it's not so it kind of makes it less trashy i guess mm-hmm. yeah i think the lesson in this is that we love negative space like negative space is just so sexy. yes because it reveals yeah. that your body is the same under the clothes as it is with it on but a lot of times that is very illusionistic imga also has that top that has like it's like a sports bra kind of and then it has like a boob window like an under boob window in the center yeah i'm a i'm not a fan of under boob really? um I like. I don't it. know why. I don't know why I don't like underboob, but like it's very like oral phase. Wait, oral phase? Is it oral phase? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oral stage. Oral stage. I don't know. <laughs> Just, like looking up at the boobs is like. Yeah. It does take me back. Yeah. But also, like <laughs> negative space is kind of the theme throughout. All, yeah, all thought where it's finding mm-hmm. a new enticing way to present skin which is negative space in clothes which is why we see so many different figurations of cutouts and fasteners and ties and stuff yeah mm-hmm. i think also- i even feel like the, the belly button is kind of um included in that somehow dude my belly button yeah. is so botched i was born in a third world country like it's just not okay i don't i don't feel seen by that movement um but emrata has a weird belly button too so Wait, yeah, Imrata's yeah. belly button is kind of like reminds me of the 2020s version of Megan, Tho- Megan Fox's toe um, thumbs. Yeah, it's always mm-hmm. good to see a girl with an Achilles heel like that. Really hot girl. Um, there was something else to say. Oh, another thing about the whole cutouts and string ties and vibes like that. I think Ryan Finn, this is something they talked about. Um, it just is so graphic. Like looking at images on a screen, if there is like one that has this very sharp contrast between like the shapes of the clothing on the body it just stands out to you as opposed to like we're all familiar with the silhouette of a dress or like a shirt Mm -hmm. having this like i don't know very high contrast um image it's good for the gram of course well i think it's also like um it kind of does also create the illusion of more curve. Like, especially when you see like your, well, I guess your flank exposed, um, <laughs> like on the sides, it kind of gives you like the illusion of a smaller waist. And if like you, do you ever just like see someone wearing something like that and you kind of like blur your eyes a little bit and it looks like they're like this like freaky creature yeah. with like, the smallest waist possible. Like um, it's just like, it It has the IMV, IMVU body like. Yeah. The thing about cutoffs is, like, it really is so hard if you have matter on your body. Like, there's a very fine line between, like, a sexy cutout and, like, your fat is, like, bulging out of an area, like, as soon as you sit down. Yeah, it's literally, like, muffin top. Muffin topping, but every part of your body. Like, that is what a cutout can do to you. No, it looks cute on your hips. That's, I think, the bursting at the seams thing. Like, on your hips and, like, on your, like, lower thighs, it looks really, really cute. But, like... On any other part of your body, it just don't do that, you know? The other parts of the IMG atop that I mentioned is the one that has, like, the um, three cutouts on the waist that mm-hmm. Maddie from Euphoria is wearing in that scene where she's, like, at the carnival. Why do I know this in my fucking head, dude? I need to... No, I know what you're miles. talking. I, everybody. Yeah. yeah. I really do have to wonder if all these cutouts are saving manufacturers a lot of money because you're using less fabric. Like, I'm so mm-hmm. curious if that is like making them 
um, giddy. Yeah, no, I love it. And I think another thing that's making them giddy, I was like imagining this scenario in my head the other day, is like those super distressed tops. I don't know if you've seen them. I saw them in an IRL Thoughtware store on Broadway recently. It's like the surge together, like craftcore mm-hmm. vibe oh, yeah. of like the patchwork top. Yeah, the lettuce hem patchwork mm-hmm. top with like unfinished seams or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like the scene at the Sheehan factory is like the boss is telling these kids like, oh, don't worry about that. Like, you don't have to cut the strings off of that. And the kid is like, wait, mm-hmm. why not? Whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Like, less work for yeah. me. Yeah. Like, the child laborers are just, like, they're literally three years old now because they, like, don't have to do any, um, fine, like... They don't even need to use scissors, like... Yeah, they don't have to, they, like, yeah, use, they, like, use their teeth or something. Because yeah. everything's about yeah. a raw hem or a, a patchwork. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone, everyone hates the lettuce hem now. I've noticed that it has... No, I've seen it, because it just, it has gone... Every it's gone mainstream, is, mainstream, yeah. yeah. It has the vibes of, like... I feel like it used to be kind of subversive to have like a little shirt or a hat that had like one tiny embroidered thing on it, but now that's like very Forever mm-hmm. Twenty One. I think lettuce hems oh, are the yeah. same way, like those types of crop tops. Can I give, yeah. give you guys a, a fun history lesson about lettuce hems? Yes, please. Sure. <laughs> okay. Well, they were invented by the uh, designer Stephen Burroughs, who's a very—I mean, he's actually not as famous as he should be—but he was a black designer, one of the participants in the legendary battle of versailles and he was really big in defining kind of like the studio 54 disco scene style and he made like all the he was kind of not invented but definitely was a big player in like the jersey dresses and stuff like that that was really popular in the disco scene in the 70s and and he uh invented the lettuce hem or at least like was the person who was like oh this is not an accident like this is something that i'm going to implement into my designs that's actually really interesting because that silhouette is like what's kind of coming back with like um with thoughty wear like the sort of like um like the androgynous like slim tall like halston woman thing like and the the circle i don't know what exactly that's called but when there's a circle that connects either like both sides of a top what is that called like it's not a grommet but it's really popular in like 70s disco clothes i think i think that is part of was maddie from euphoria wearing was did her top have that on it like one of those holes that's yeah. another thing too i've seen it's like there's like a little golden whatever like tying like holding your top together um yes. i saw that shakamu did like something like that like a few days ago and like Oh, yeah, he um, did do that. God bless him. He's always elevating thoughtware in new directions. Oh, love it. I think the next move is for someone, you know, first of all, we need a BBL body horror film directed by David Cronenberg. And um, second of all, we need a designer to do some kind of um, BBL recovery inspired outfit because they wear these garments that are so beautifully stained by a amalgamation of bodily fluids so this like beautiful tie-dye of blood and orange lymph and, yeah, yeah lymph and like yellow yeah. yellow and probably bought like shit gets what is that? i think shit gets on them too i was watching a video of a girl saying like things that you don't know because that little like crotch ass window is like really small it's not big enough yeah and also you have to sit on your toilet like backwards in some cases i cannot deal with the bbl literally having cutouts in it like it actually (laughs) (laughs) it's so fuckable 
It's too much. Yeah, the girl whose video I was watching, like, she's, like, married and was talking about, like, how her husband is just, like, struggling so much with, like, helping her do everything. Like, you literally need to quit your job and everyone in your family needs to quit their job for you to get a BBL. That's why you act so high maintenance, which we should talk about um, the, right, yes. Yes. the BBL effect TikToks. Wait, before we do that, I, I want to give a suggestion for a designer making BBL-inspired mm. horror rags. You guys may have seen the designer. I don't know how to say the name. It's either D-Petza or Di-Petza. But basically, they specialize in creating garments that have, like, a wet look. So it basically looks like uh, you're wearing, like, muslin or linen or something that is wet and, like, plastered to your body. Kind of, like, a more mainstream reference would be, like, the Mugler dress that Kim K wore to the 2019 Met Gala that was the camp theme but like i'm like that designer should literally do this because it mm-hmm. it just makes so much sense with the fluids and the <laughs> like if alexander mcqueen were alive today he would literally slay it so hard like he understands he would. That blood is so beautiful and graphic like and it's stages yeah. drying it's and blood. like it's so deathly and yeah. that was his fascination and the combination of like these yeah. loose flowy like shredded like i don't know discharge <laughs> like I, fuck what's that called um uh, anyway the gauze and shit that's like uh falling off of your body and like soaked with fluid the combination of that and the like scuba skin tight sculpting body mm-hmm. compression garment i think it's just so like there's so much room there like you could do like a fit and flare where the top is like a compression corset and then like the bottom is like these rags or something like think about it guys we know some of you go to like parsons yeah <laughs> that's a okay. really good idea that's i would absolutely idea. wear that in public Same. i would like i think it would be very um very cool and like i just you know i feel like concerning people with like what you're wearing is like a really cool statement to make yeah yeah like kind of like how it's a little soft grunge kind of like getting bloody noses in public or having yeah, bruises yeah. i used to wear these um arm warmers that were like kind of off-white and I, I remember, yeah, they were so cute. I love them. I don't know where they are. That's a good question. But I wore them to like my first day of this like office job at my school. And whenever my boss came in, she like jumped and she was like, do you need to go home? Like, are you okay? I was like, what? And she, I guess, was under the impression that I'd like been self-harming and was like wrapping my arms in gauze, <laughs> which actually that happened a lot. Like people were really, I don't know. I love like medical trauma core. So. Uh, yeah. I mean, at art schools, like you literally have to assume any sort of like abrasion on someone's body is like a self-harm yeah mark or skating bruise which is self-harm for boys i think the color palette of like not self-harm but like the color palette of um like grotesque like body horror is like so So beautiful like that like like very light yellow all the way into like a purple and it's just like this weird spectrum of like greens and like Love yeah, it. it's like gorgeous. And um, it's we kind of see that reflected in a lot of thought wear, like the Charlotte Knowles and Kim Shui like tie-dye fabrics. I feel like they are they know something. Wait, have y'all seen the Utah Jazz um uniform? <laughs> or like they're no. they're like they have this like really pretty, it's really pretty. It's like a um like a gradient of I guess it's supposed to be like Utah colors, but it kind of reminds me of this um like spectrum of colors. Hold on, let me Google it. Ugh, there's like a new one. They they did like a new thing where it's kind of like purple, 
like red, yellow, um, desert colors. It's really cool. That sounds beautiful. Um, fun fact. <laughs> oh, um, actually, you know, with peace and love, praying just re- released something. That oh, they did. Of, uh, they released this. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, Praying is a little bit of a streetwear brand. Um, they released a, a soccer jersey that's made, printed with like blood smears on it, and looks like you mm-hmm. are supposed to look like you just got like hit by a car. That reminds me of when Urban Outfitters did that Kent State blood stained. Like, Praying sweater. should make that. Praying should Maybe. literally re-release that. Yeah. That's, like, very that would be really cool in their alley. Wait, I guess we were going to talk about the BBL effect. We should talk about this. Yeah. There's this mm-hmm. TikToker, oh, yeah. Anthony Boomba, who, like, is really famous for... I feel like he started something. He Something he shifted he when he made this. that video. Yeah. yeah. And it's really... It's insane because he made a video recently that was like, I don't support BBLs. My aunt died getting BBL. Oh, <gasps> damn. I know. So like, he's, like, coping yeah, with the trauma. Yeah, he's coping, as we all are. Um, and... He makes these videos that's like POV, like someone with a BBL is eating fries, and it's like someone sitting with perfect posture, giant sunglasses, like pursed lips, just like picking up one fry with like all of their fingers extended, like eating so slowly and deliberately. And everyone thinks that like, I feel like the general consensus is that like getting your body done makes you kind of a diva because you like are acting different, like you're brand new, which you are. But that kind of gestural affectation is because you're in pain and you have to do everything so deliberately like literally you're not allowed to sit on your ass so you have to sit on a chair like leaning on your thighs on the very edge of your Mm -hmm. seat so you have to have good posture to maintain that yeah I was doing this earlier I was eating cherries while reading the notes for this episode to like get in the mindset I was like trying to sit like I had a BBL and it literally changes like the flow of your movements and I was eating cherries exactly like that and I wasn't even trying it's like (laughs) literally just like the posture that you adopt it makes you kind of like it like changes your chi. It changes yeah, your that's like, what life I was force. Say. And I I love that another one of the gestures is like tossing your hair without moving your hands. Oh my god, I so love that too. Yeah, yeah. It's like so slow. Like Yeah. Oh, I love doing that. Mm-hmm. I like the covering the mouth when you're oh, yeah, covering. I do that I, anyway. I do that. Yeah. Wait, yeah, these are kind of just like yeah, rules for life. Yeah. Yeah, you should of. Everyone should act like they have a BBL. I think it's really classy. And, like, um, they also, it's also just kind of, like, people who care about the way they present themselves in public, they have, like, their nails done. They have their hair done. This stuff costs money. You don't want to ruin it whenever you're, like, doing Getting activities. So you're going- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you're going to do it slower. And, like, I think it's good for people to present themselves nicely in public out of respect for other people. Like, you're kind of, like – communicating to them that they're like important enough to dress up for um i think it's like a really cool thing to do that yeah and i think also just the nature of not even just getting a bbl but if you're wearing thought wear you kind of need to carry yourself in a similar way so that um you don't have a nip slip or like your ass yes like whenever i'm wearing something that's like like a really tight mini skirt or something like i literally have to have good etiquette like have my knees together and like be standing up so slowly and have my legs crossed and things like that yeah and also when you're dressed like that people do stuff for you like yeah yeah, yeah. they think that you're like literally in pain or something yeah like people open doors for you like as in men like they open the car i don't know they just like assist you because like you literally are like um you're like impaired like temporarily impaired by your outfit yeah Love. Yeah, which uh, as it should be. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Also, uh, one thing I've noticed too, on that note, like, you know, I've been getting into like some YouTube stuff with like Kibbe body typing and stuff so I could uh, wear clothes that are flattering to me. And I think that the next, after this move, like this like uh, trend on YouTube, the the next trend is going to be like behavioral modification, like charm school or finishing school YouTube type thing. I've already seen some stuff like that occasionally. That's um, pretty popular on TikTok. And I feel like it's kind of a way, I think as women are able to modify their appearance and there's going to be like a wider pool of um, like high status women in terms of beauty, I feel like there's going to be a need to distinguish between that via manners and like personality more so. I want to start a finishing school, even though I don't actually know how to behave. Um, did you guys' but parents like- make you walk around with books on your head? Yeah, I did that. No. <laughs> oh, I did that. Yeah, I had to. My posture is so bad right now, though. Like, <laughs> I have my, my shoulders like next to my ears. Folk. It's because I got a BBL. <laughs> And your center of gravity is, like, vastly different. Yeah, can we talk about sleeping with a BBL? Like, you literally have to sleep in this very sexy position on your stomach, kind of turned to the side with your legs at a 45-degree angle and your ass, like, cocked up so there's no pressure on it. Either that or laying flat on your stomach with your hands, like, (laughs) floating next to your head. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I I already sleep like the bee. Like, that's already my natural sleep position for some reason. So I'm going to, my recovery is going to be really good. It's very fuckable, but it's bad. It's like, that's another thing where I'm like, sleeping in your face gives you wrinkles. And it's just got a silk pillowcase. Yeah, I have one. Um, (laughs) Which is why I don't have wrinkles, maybe. I don't know. Um, what was I going to say about, oh yeah, the, the girl who said that she regretted getting a BBL, not only was she made a public laughing stock of in public, that was really redundant. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, what else was she saying? Also, you, you know, there is this like, people think it's okay to body shame people with BBLs because it's like they asked for it or like they got something done very intentionally and like, it's very easy to just look at a picture of someone with a BBL and say like, oh, she's built like an ant, like her thighs are so small and her, she looks like a, uh, you know, circle on a stick or something. Yeah, Mrs. Incredible is like very well proportioned, but I feel like people are no. It's like the ants like, thing. They the call ants, ants. The, having like a shelf ass things like that. Diaper um, butt. Yeah. Diaper booty. And yeah. Yeah, I feel like body shaming towards people that have gotten plastic surgery. Like people just feel like it's okay to be mean because like they're setting the beauty yeah. standard. But, like they're not. Like some people just get kind of botched or they have to like live with it. But she also said it was like very uncomfortable to sleep like she couldn't lie on her back ever because her ass was holding her back up in a way that it was arched so like her back couldn't touch the ground and she would like wake up with terrible back pain so she's i should check her follow-up video she's like i think got her ass yeah it's interesting because like a bunch of women are getting their boobs chopped off right now which Mm -hmm. is always it's classically classically i think been more so than having a big ass has been something that like impaired your uh health more than mm-hmm. having a big ass i think like i don't know back pain and stuff mm-hmm. so like people are getting reductions out the ass and, i think maybe um, some insurance policy changed yeah and it seems to yeah, be it did. very liberal with that these days it's like you have like a b cup now <laughs> you can get a reduction yeah wait i want the a reduction. reduction. <laughs> I'm really an A cup. Spoiler <laughs> alert. But I kind of want it to be like a. There has to be a. 
Zeta or something like smaller. Yeah. yeah. So you can do water Zeta. sports more easily. Is yeah, you literally. Oh yeah, <laughs> you can shave your head too. Yeah. Um, aerodynamic. Um, women with BBLs are not aerodynamic. We know because we were on that plane. <laughs> oh, exactly. And it was actually yeah, it was a like, chaos. Yeah, it was falling out of the sky. Like. <laughs> yeah, you know, because we kept having to get up every five minutes and leak all over the floor. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> no, but I think uh, this is something I do want to mention is that I think there's like a spectrum of thoughtware or even just like a it's like thoughtware is made for women with like cartoonishly proportioned plastic surgery bodies or totally androgynous like skinny it's like the beauty standard is moving towards an androgyny or like this like huge extreme hyper feminine yeah oh i told y'all that like when i was at ross the other day i swear to god ross had like img knockoffs it was like this little tank tops that had the exact same font on it that said like angel on it and i was like this is a total knockoff of like so just go to Ross. Don't spend $50 on a tank top. Guys. Wait, can someone tell the story about how IMG is based off of Gia Karangi? Karangi? Does someone know that story? Anyone? Gia. I think it's just called Gia, this movie with Angelina Jolie. It was a movie I remember from Tumblr. It was very, like, fashion arc. Wait, Gia the Model. That movie. Yes. Oh, my yeah. God. Wait, I watched that recently. It was so sad. Rest in peace. But I, I don't... How is she... How... How does this line represent her style or legacy? Yeah, because she was like a tomboy. She was like lesbian. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the only thing I can think of that kind of like she was in the 90s and minimalism was also in the 90s and minimalism has lots of straps and like dainty but that's just not the look of that movie IMG. at all. No, she yeah. did like a punk thing, right? Like a yeah, she was kind of strung out on drugs, but also, like, they would, they, like, transformed her from being, like, this very scrappy, like, oversized clothes-wearing girl into, like, a high-fashion model. Which yeah. is kind of what happens to you when you put on IMGA. Literally, no, like, not at all. IMGA makes yeah. these such ready-made outfits that are just, like, I don't even see someone wearing it and think, like, oh, that's a look. Like, it's just so prefab. I see so many TikToks mm-hmm. of girls that are like going out, like top is IMGA, pants are IMGA. It kind of makes me miss the 2010s when everyone was wearing some sort of quote unquote look from the thrift store. But it wasn't mm-hmm. like matching sets quite simply didn't exist with the exception of American Apparel in the early 2010s. Yeah. yeah. Right? And even then, it was like you could mix and match. What, that was, like, the thing for the American Pearl 2010s. You could mix and match the color blocking. Yeah, with IMG, it's, like, I, I think that's why it has it has such a high success rate with influencers because it's, like, very photogenic. And also it's just, like, a look that, like, if you want exactly what I'm wearing, like, just go fucking buy it. Do we have anything else? What else is... I'm, not, I'm like, looking at the document. I'm, like, huh... We're going to our recovery dollhouse and we're about to be airlifted by a crane into this padded van where we'll be strapped down ass up. (laughs) Yeah, so we actually do have to go because um, with this sort of thing, you do pay by the second. Yeah, the BBL angels have come to retrieve us. And we are paying them by the second. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a BBL hype house. <laughs> yeah. If anyone, if anyone wants to buy any of our used um, gauze wrappings, <laughs> yeah, 
Um, I'll say, like, we haven't gotten an email in a while, and I miss getting emails from you guys. So email oh, us requesting a gauze. Or asking for advice on your BBL journey. We have, like, so much to tell you. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, um, like I said, we're paying by the second here, so we have to go. Yeah, okay, bye, guys. <laughs> bye. Happy 4th of July. It's tomorrow. I don't know Happy why. Happy 4th of July. Just kidding. We don't recognize the American state. <laughs>